have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. yourselves to brutes, men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. Everybody, Jason Burmis here. So here's the deal. I got hit up by Matt Baker uh, recently. Um, I should probably do this out. He's supposed to be logged in <laughs> eight minutes ago. <laughs> He's not. Um, it's supposed to be running the space concurrently. So the way we're going to do that is the space has only worked through the phone. So as Baker was supposed to come on the show, I hope he didn't think we were doing a 1230 um I mean, twelve thirty West Coast time. I like. I hope. I hope that's because this is supposed to be like the space about Dipman, and everybody gets to talk about it and say what they think about it and share their experiences with Adrian Dipman. Uh, in my mind, you know, obviously a surrogate of some sort uh, to propagandize Elon Musk. So I. I don't know. Uh, you know. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna text him again. I'm live, bro. <laughs> we doing this? Um. All right. Let's see. Boom. So yeah. Okay. I, I I don't know. This might end up being a super short broadcast because without Matt Baker, I really uh wasn't gonna do this. Like we've already kind of talked about it here. He's the only reason I put this together. Um, maybe this gets deleted. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What do we got in the in the chat there? Uh, Gina says, Burmese is my favorite journalist. Thank you so much, uh, Gina. I do really do appreciate that. Uh, so I guess we'll find out if we're doing this or not. Maybe we're not doing this. <laughs> you know, let's, let's get into some of the commentary I have seen in uh, the uh, comment sections and the sharing. We could definitely talk about that for a minute. Some people think that I shouldn't be focusing on this. This is stupid. I totally disagree with that. Because if I'm right about this being essentially an advertisement for a product, like your own personal assistant AI clone that you train, that's a huge deal. It's a huge step in where civilization will go and, and the fact that you really can't trust anything anymore. 
All right. And and by the way, right about now, it's it's tough to trust anything anymore. Put out by anybody. And and that's why the, the Musk Dittman thing uh kind of I don't even know. Like it, it's it's one of those things where <coughs> excuse me. Uh it, it's one of those things where yeah, the mystery's interesting, but the implications of what's going on, even if it's just a voice clone AI in real time, and somehow, some way, someone is able to articulate everything that Elon Musk would say in a manner that Elon Musk would say it, and the clone takes over, that's kind of a big deal too. So I don't know what we're doing here, guys. I'm not getting a response. It's really weird. Really weird. I hope he's okay. Let's see. Yeah, and I also got hit up by uh, T-Lav, too, um, about this topic. They were commenting on it. I think it was uh, somebody asking about T-Lav and uh, Slow News Day. Steve, I'd love to talk to either of them about it. You know, I'm a big fan of what they do over there. Steve does uh, AM Wake Up over at Rockfin. Shout out to all the Rockfinners. J-Dub says, this is a huge story. Jason, I've been depressed since you haven't been on YouTube. Sorry, Ryan. Look, guys, here's the deal. I, you know, it's since November now. We're at the end of uh, February. Here we go. Matt's here. Um, but we're trying to get back in the saddle. And, and the, the daily thing with Making Sense of the Madness, uh, it is going on. So you guys can check that out in the mornings. They haven't been posting it yet. Oh, here we go. So I think we got Matt with us. So hold on, Matt. Hold on, big guy. We're going to go to you. So uh, let's see right here. There we go. Matt. I, I don't know. I'm just saying hi to his people here. So everybody, just so you know, I'm a real person and I'm not like some AI clone out there. This is the real Matt Baker. I'm going to be going live with Jason. We're going to be talking about the phenomenon of Adrian Dittman and who or what is he it slash they them. Yeah. He could be a trans person for all we know, you know, I was wondering, you know, I, I thought of a third thing, you know, people were saying it could be one of his Neuralinks, but what if it's like literally the smartest monkey in the world now? Like he gave that to it and somehow it's just like this monkey is now, oh my God, if I, are you kidding me? I, I want to build a spaceship. I, I, this is cool shit. I'm like the coolest monkey in the world right now. I'm a super amazing monkey. <laughs> I'm like an incredible, amazing monkey. Neuralink fucking rocks. I love the shit. You know? So, you here's here's where I'm at on it. Uh, I don't think, obviously, already the trolling of, and by the way, I'm going to go live on the space. Actually, we could do so, yeah, it. Let's bring him in. I'll probably get off his video. We're going crazy here. No, no, no. Let, let's do this part of it first. I'm going to jump over, well, but let's, let's talk about it. Can you guys hear this? Can you guys hear it? I can't hear them, so we're gonna do it like this. Let's see, the space is yeah, the space like open, Matt. Where? Why? Oh, there it is, right there. Okay, so now I've joined the space. And by the way, you guys can do this too if you want to turn off the thing coming through there. I hit start listening, and now I have requested a microphone. Yeah, let me try. Yeah, let me try. Oh, there it is, right there. Okay, so now I've joined the space. Oh, it sounds. Anyway, you guys can do this too. Right right um, all right, let me. I, I can just. I can just do that right here to to the bottom of that. Can you accept them, Alpi? Okay. So, you, are you in? I I am in, and I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disconnect from you. 
I'm going to go back in the space now. I'm just letting you guys know. I'm not a virtual character. This is the real Matt. So look, we just got... Yes, we're back. Now we're back in regular spaces. And we have our guest here. Jason Vermes. Uh Unmute yourself, Jason. Can we go? Uh, no. Yes, I am unmuted. Here I am. Can you hear me? There you are. I can indeed. All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. So I saw your video, and it was on Bandai Video. I, I didn't realize how big of a, a following you have off of Band. I was looking into you later. And, and also, I didn't quite realize the depth of what you do with all these... Um, like you did loose change. Yeah. I'm one of the loose change guys. Um, I've made several documentary films. So, uh, on top of just like loose change, which is, uh, my first nine 11 film. So I got involved in loose change, second edition, loose change, final cut. I did a follow up with Alex Jones back in 2008 called fabled enemies. We actually have Joe Biden in there admitting on camera that, uh, he met with one of the funders of the hijackers right after the attacks kind of brags about it. It's kind of ridiculous there. Uh, <laughs> but like all that, all that is real. Uh, I also made a film called Invisible Empire, a new world order to find, uh, another one called Shade the Motion Picture. It's been over a decade since I've done that. I've kind of been in this arena for a very long time. Uh, AI transhumanism. I actually speak about that on the road at the reawaken America tour. I've done over a half a dozen of those and we'll be speaking in June on the next one. And I am, uh, I'm somebody that's very cautious and skeptical uh, of a lot of aspects of Elon Musk for numerous reasons. That's why this whole Adrian Dittman situation, uh, when I was introduced to it via David Icke, uh, was something I really felt like I had to get into. Well, 100%. Were you there? Uh, so I was in that one, too. Did you hear me finally rant in at the end about uh, base reality and God? Did you hear that? Uh, I did not. So so let me just kind of go over for the audience my experience on, on that whole thing. Uh, you know, I listen, David is somebody, you know, I'm the first guy Alex Jones ever gave a, gave a talk show to all the way back in 2009. So I had interviewed uh, Ike, you know, 15 years ago, but recently on my uh, recent shows, Making Sense of the Madness, I'd had him on a couple times. And actually, the second time he came on, he was talking about the dream. And, I, you know, I gave him a, a wide berth on, you know, kind of this simulation theory, right? And, and it's one that I do not agree with at all. Uh, but again, I'll listen to everybody. I respect Ike for a lot of reasons. His uh, maintenance on the anti-war stance, the fact he doesn't play team baseball, I think those are really important things. So I'm, I'm listening to the Alex Jones and David Ike debate. And it just so happened that I had done the fourth hour of Alex Jones two days before. And Ike had brought up the point that Musk recently on Twitter had called for a carbon tax to solve global warming. This is something I actually talked about in that fourth hour kind of briefly. And another reason I would remain skeptical of Musk. Reason I bring that up is because at that point I was in my car and I went to go have uh, lunch with my buddy. And I actually told him the, that this debate was going on and everything else. I get out of lunch and I turn it back on and I hear what I think is a pre-recording of Elon Musk discussing the simulation theory in regards to David Icke. And then I soon realized that this is live and that whoever this is, is denying their Musk. But when I'm listening, not only to their ta them talk, I'm also listening to their answers. They are sometimes almost verbatim answers I have heard. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> I, 
when, when I say answers I've heard before, for instance, uh, there was the question of extraterrestrial life. And almost verbatim, Dittman answered that as Musk. So right away, I was convinced, you know, because again, I was on the road. I had no idea what this Dittman thing was, that it was in fact Elon Musk. And that's rather frightening if you think about what I think Adrian Dittman is now. So right away, I'm like, I need to find out about this Dittman account. And then I see that it's been around since 2021. And then I see how many spaces it's doing. And I realize it's actually holding a space right after this Alex Jones interview. And it's like six, seven hours. And then I also look at the account and it is basically a, a mouthpiece for everything Tesla, right? And everything SpaceX, everything Musk promotes. So this is ultra bizarre to me. So I start tuning in and I realize, you know, this thing is keeping the cadence. Uh, but then I also start paying attention to some of the people that are gone to in the space and what's being talked about in the space, etc. I then find out that uh, Musk and Dittman had interacted all the way back in July. And I listened closely to that. And even then they're talking about artificial intelligence. They're talking about how if it was an AI, it wouldn't know it and it can do anything. Uh, they're also talking about the PSYOP aspect of all of it. And they're having a great laugh. All right. So at that point, <laughs> it is my mission to get on with Adrian Dittman and get some kind of a debate in. Um, and <clears throat> it was, uh, I believe, after Dittman got on with Alex Jones again, he was about to have G. Edward Griffin on. By the way, G. Edward Griffin in my film, Invisible Empire, A New World Order to Find, does a great job in that film. Um, Dittman gets on, and I'm just chomping at the bit to, to debate this thing. You know what I mean? I, I, want, I want to ask Dittman some of the hard questions, even about Musk and Tesla, just to see what it will say about that. And I'll, I'll admit, when I finally did get in there, uh, probably a day after I had expressed to Jones that my thought is that this is actually either, and this is still my thought, everybody, um, this is either an advanced AI chatbot that is going to be released as a commercial product, as a personal assistant clone for those that can afford it as a service, or this is literally somebody that has been hired, not just to do an impression, but has voice mod software to learn the talking points and mannerisms of everything Musk and plays a part. I, I can't think of anything else it could actually be. I don't believe it's a Neuralink, etc. But when I do get to debate it, the first thing that I bring up is the partnership between CureVac and Tesla during the COVID-1984 nightmare, right? Uh, and I think that that's extremely important because nobody talks about that. And they're the ones that built the uh, the factories. And by the way, I'm on YouTube, everybody. So let's keep it kind of YouTube friendly in this space. <laughs> we're, we're broadcasting it there. Uh, I know. All I wanted to know is that during that same period that they're building the factories that print up the mRNA shots, it's also reported he makes a 600% increase in wealth. Now, it's at that point that the thing in the very beginning gets upset at me. And the first thing it says is we're not doing any medical stuff today. And you listen to that and it almost sounds like a pre-recording. And it takes a while to answer my question, where if, you real, where if you've heard it or interacted with it before, you know that it's very quick to answer a lot of these questions. It also tries to drive the conversation into like kind of making fun of Ike and comparing him to someone ripping off the Matrix. And oh, there, there was... Uh, Jason. 
Yeah. Real quick, let me interject there because also um, when I believe Alex was asking it, as you call uh, Adrian, uh, he basically deflected from talking about politics too. He's like, oh God, I don't definitely, definitely not going to get into politics. <laughs> so absolutely not, you know. And so basically, there'd be that that would kind of play into your theory that there would be basically these guardrails put on this AI that it's that it's only going to like speak within certain aspects basically so it won't get in trouble as long as it talks about Elon and AI that it will be like pretty safe in in that little world so so that leads me to believe somewhat in your and the reason why we're having this debate is i personally believe it is Elon but and i'm Well, well hold on i'm not i'm not exactly done yet because listen if it's no, e- no, no, I know, I know yeah, yeah. No, no, I know, you know. I just wanted to weigh in and, and add to the to the fact that he also skipped and avoided that other conversation. No, no, I think I'm glad you pointed that out, man, because it's always doing that when I say it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, even yeah. Elon does that. Yeah. And here's the deal. I, I think that you're you're possibly right in the fact that if it in fact is either an AI chatbot or a surrogate that's being hired, the way that it's already interacted with Elon and Elon's response, Elon's in on the joke. And that would also mean that, that he would have access to that account. So 90% of the time, it could be the human surrogate or the AI bot, but he could pop in at any time and it could actually be Elon and it would be indistinguishable, right? Um, There also seems to be, especially when they interact with each other, it, it sounds like the Adrian Dittman character is able to somehow route it through a computer and, and use an actual microphone and not just a regular phone. I still haven't figured that out. That's why we're doing it this way, by the way. Um, but uh, to me, man, like, like I look at this thing and, and how it answers questions and how it deflects. And like right away when I brought up the Tesla CureVac thing, he, anything else, anything else, then got very defensive when I talked about Elon gaining that wealth and the fact, you know, it said when I when I said, well, you're obviously acting as a surrogate for Musk or some kind of thing. He said, Give me examples. I was quickly giving examples and obviously started with the fact that I became aware of it when it jumped in on a debate about Elon Musk with Alex Jones and David Icke. And again, he shifted that conversation into the uh, the idea of a simulation and base reality. And even in that conversation, you know, got very excited uh, but by the end of it, I feel like I won the AI over because it's not used to being challenged. And I think that's an inbuilt thing in the program. So we'll see, man. I, I think that, and the other reason that I think that it's it's uh, probably a chatbot that they're in control of, just that it's targeting the Alex Jones show and the media just picked up on it after the fact that Elon and it interacted again. And they're constantly interacting with each other on Twitter, Right. And even in that space they got on together, you know, that journalist says well, it's interactive. Well, just, just so you know, just yeah. so you know, I actually had a part in that. So um, because I saw, first of all, Alex had talked saying, oh, we're hoping that Elon will join us. But then I saw Dittman was in the comments. Adrian actually follows me, believe it or not. I'm one of the few people he, he actually follows. And um, this long, longer story, but I'll get right to the point here. Um, Chase Geyser was running that chat, and I DM'd uh, Chase. I said, "Hey, by the way, Adrian Dittman is is um, 
is Elon Musk? And he's like, what he is or it's conspiracy. Because in my mind, I, I just said it is. You know, And still to this day, I, I play around with it. I go back and forth. You know, I'm convinced it is. But, I mean, obviously there's a chance it's not. And that's why we're having this, this great Adrian Dittman debate. And so, like I said, he, I actually got him in as a speaker on that particular panel. So, so there was a little bit of, of, uh, of naturalness to that. Mm-hmm. But then once, once it came in, uh, Alex claimed to have knowledge that he knows for sure it's him. I, I don't know. It sounded like he was trying to say he knew behind the scenes it was, as opposed to the way I believe is my brain is capable of, of understanding that I'm listening to the same person. That, that, that's where, where I get my information from. Like, <laughs> well, that's not very reliable these days, Matt. I hate to tell everybody. No, uh, no, 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 no. Well, the, the, the voice, yes. The, 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 the tempo, the cadence, not so much. Oh, we got Harrison here. Oh, yeah. Sweet. What up, buddy? What's up, y'all? Can you hear me? Yeah, cool, man. We're just getting into it now. Jason's just breaking down his whole uh, his go around with Adrian. What, um, I don't want to get too fragmented right here. Should we go back to you to let you finish? Your no, no, I, I would love, you know, Harrison has been doing this a really long time. Obviously, he's witnessed a lot of the interactions uh, with Adrian Dittman. I, I can only imagine what's being talked about behind the scenes. Uh, let's get his take. One second. Before we do that, Harrison, my buddy old pal, we need a lot more people in this space. I want every single human or AI chatbot to push that little share button and go ahead and share it and invite some people in because this is going to be very interesting. We've got Harrison Smith and Forrest. We've got Jason Burmis. We've got Adam King. We've got Penelope. We've got Derek Boros is in here. We've got Wars of Info. We've got a lot of big people. This is going to be fun. Matt, my buddy's here too. A lot of great people. Share, share, share. Please share. Please share that button. Let's get some people in here. Let's make this monumental and Harrison go. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it just started. I wasn't sure if y'all, uh, if I was coming on, on the end or not. But, um, you know, I really, I wish I knew more about Adrian Dittman. It's, it is a fascinating mystery. I mean, it literally feels like something you'd read in a, in a novel of some sort, like the, the world's richest man and his AI avatar clone. Uh, I, I thought from the beginning that it was either uh, Elon or it was like a, just an extremely talented uh, impersonator, like human impersonator. I didn't think AI was sophisticated enough, but just while y'all were talking, I just had the idea that if it is an AI and it's that sophisticated, it's more inv- advanced than what we have access to publicly, but it would be something that Elon Musk might actually have access to and, and be testing out for some reason. If you were Elon Musk, wouldn't you do that? Because then you could you could call into the Alex Jones show as Adrian, and there'd be no way of telling whether it was you or not. So there's like an AI clone version of you going on radio shows, but then also you can go on the radio show and it's basically unfalsifiable. Like nobody will know whether it's him or not. I, I, I'm honestly completely lost in this whole thing. I think, you know, every possibility is still sort of up for grabs and with AI just making every, you know, making everything uncertain at this point. I really want to hear uh, what y'all think. And if y'all have done any research, I haven't really looked into it. I've just, I've watched the spaces and I've heard him on uh, Jones's show. And I, I honestly do not know what to think in terms of what it really is or who it really is, or if it's Elon. I mean, it's the, the whole thing is just completely insane. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to hear what, what y'all have to say about it. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, it's it, you know, in this world that we live in, it is possible that it could be an AI clone. But my main before without get you know, I kind of was saving this for later. But um, I guess I'll just get right into it. I believe that if it truly was an AI clone, with the speed that the internet and all these things are moving right now. I mean, obviously, this would be the, the Turing test, you know, if you've seen EX Machina. Basically, the Turing test, for people that don't know, is basically if you can't tell the difference between a, an AI and a human being by questioning it, then basically the argument is is that maybe it either is sentient or what is sentient and what is the difference. So basically, the ultimate Turing test of all time would be to release, and Elon would do something like that, I think, if he had it. Um, it is uh, it's hilarious to uh, to then Turing test the entire world and have everybody talking to this thing, not only thinking it is a person, but a specific person, which then at a certain point you could then say, sell everybody their own clone. Like all these, anyone who's been on spaces or has talked on social media for a lot, basically you could buy your own clone and have your, have your clone, you know, hosting shows for you and you could pop in or pop out if you, if you wanted to interject or not. The one reason that I that I have pause for that theory is because of the speed at which the internet and, and all these AIs are moving and the, the level of competition. I think he would have monetized it by now because this thing has been around for a while and, and I don't see any beta version of it. Like months ago, it was like glitching out and now it's getting better and smarter. I feel like it's the same Adrian Dittman that I was talking to months and months ago, actually, when I thought it was Elon in the very beginning, I was telling it my ideas for building glass spaceships in space, and it was like, that's a fucking great idea, I fucking love that, let's do a fucking space on it, and I was like, oh my god, Elon wants me to build spaceships in space out of glass, and I was fucking <laughs> having an orgasm thinking about it, and then basically Penelope was one of the people on that panel, and then later on, it, everyone on the panel was saying, it's oh, it's not Elon, don't say that. And it was kind of this weird inside joke that it's like, I felt like they all knew it was, but they didn't want to blow the cover so they could be in the inside click of it all. So anyway, that the only, uh, point I'm trying to make on that one particular avenue in the flowchart is if it is an AI, I believe he would be monetizing it already because by, by letting it out to this level, the, the competition would be right on his heel. Oh, we lost him. We got to get, we got to reconnect. I'm hoping that the space didn't go down. That'll be no good. We're still live here on the broadcast. Let's see what we got. Let's hope. Let's hope, folks, because that was getting juicy. You know what? I'm going to just end the broadcast here. You guys want to see it? I'm going to go back over to the space. I'm going to try to get on the space. Um, you can find it over at Matt Baker's uh, slave underscore um two underscore liberty and i'm going to try to jump in let's hope that that space didn't just end I, I i love you guys the links are down below i wish i had more news on making sense of the madness i actually interviewed jacob and jelly Chan uh chancely the QAnon shaman for an hour today it was a really fun interview you probably want to see that i love you guys i'll see you on the flip side